I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the buzz. What's going on, y'all? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We're so Happy glad to Monday be here to again. Yes. So we're here at the top of the week, and we have an amazing show for you guys. So I hope you have your glass of wine, your cup of tea, whatever it is you're doing tonight. Where's our wine? Uh, you know what? That's a good point. We'll work on that. We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Super Soul Sit Down. We are the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations. You guys, you guys know right now we're working on the 2020 Vision Tour, Your Life in Focus. And this week, the guest was Tracy Ellis Ross, a, a Golden Globe winning actress. She's um, the star of Blackish. She has a new film coming out called A High Note. She's an amazing woman, and we're so excited to dive into this conversation that Tracy had with Oprah. And in addition to that, we have a special guest, Hit It Haley. Yes, we do. So joining us today, <laughs> Caleb Castile. He's about to take over Hollywood, guys. So we've got <laughs> yes. projects like The World We Make on Netflix. He's got Tell Me a Story on CBS and even more exciting projects that he will tell us about later. Basically the perfect guest to join the Super Soul conversation. Please give it up for... Caleb Castile. Welcome. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited, ladies. This is awesome. Excited to have you. Yes. So special. Yeah, you are special. (laughs) So special. I almost forgot to tell you guys. I'm Jamie Alexander, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Haley J. What's up, guys? I know we have so much to get to. We're always going to do it. Yes. Where to start? Yeah, where to begin? Okay, so actually, I'll start with you because uh, Caleb, you listened to the podcast. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Yeah, Yeah. Tell me what you thought about the podcast overall. Oh my gosh, overall, um, I'll try and keep that short. Right. <laughs> um, overall, I thought that you had two amazing, just incredible powerhouse women that have accomplished so much in their lives. And I thought that overall, they just gave so much of themselves mm. very genuinely. Like, a lot of times, I think you get people in their positions who. Um, who offer, uh, they kind of shortchange it when they're giving, I guess, kind of life advice or, you know, when they're sitting down with people and those people are wondering, like, man, how did you accomplish all of that? Like, I really felt like uh, Tracy and Oprah really gave it to the people, like, real deal. It was really authentic. I thought overall it was very authentic. Absolutely. What did you think, Haley? That's a very good assessment. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Caleb exactly. I think that it's it's a common theme that we see with Oprah's guests. She strategically chooses people that are going to be very open with the audience, which I love because, yeah, you do see people on platforms and you assume that they've got it all together. So it's really nice when they pull back the layers and you realize, oh, it does take hard work. Oh, even when you're at the top, you still struggle. So I was always a fan of her, but after listening to her really get deep and personal, I, I absolutely love her. I was excited to have her on the show. Yeah, she's really open and fun, and I have to agree, like, with both what both of you said. Sometimes we get people who are so famous, and they're doing well, and they're like, you know, just work hard and go for your dreams, and you're like, <laughs> don't give up, kid. Yeah, you're like, well, what do <laughs> I do? What kind of serial box <laughs> answer is that? <laughs> exactly. you know? So you're right. The way that they dive in, I just personally connected to so much, you know, that she had to say, especially about her journey and being a single woman and having to overcome certain things. Um, and when it comes to mindset, that's what I really appreciated. So um, one thing that I loved, this is one of her quotes, and we made a little quote card out of it, but she said, my life is mine. And that's such a powerful thing to say because who uh, whose else would it be? Right. But let's dive into how sometimes we get 
confused with information that we're getting from the outside and integrate it so much into our world that we're not being authentic to ourselves. Have you ever had those moments where you've had to say, mm, my life is mine and I want to do this? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I think the, the reason that I'm sitting here in front of you guys is because of that. Like, <clears throat> I grew up in a um, athletically uh, dominated home. I mean, my dad was uh, NFL player. Both of my brothers played oh, wow. in the NFL. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, being um, the the youngest of my brothers uh, and one of six children, um, you know, it, everyone, you know, to to try to form your own life in a in a setting like that, where not only the people in your family are looking and wondering what you're going to do and how your life is going to pan out uh, as opposed to, you know, your brothers and your dad. But then you have this other whole world outside of you. And mm -hmm. growing up in the South where football is is religion, you know, there was a ton of pressure on me, you know, f whether it was uh, my own perspective perception of that pressure or actual people like you know I remember growing up like being called you know little Simeon and little Tim and those <laughs> were my brothers and you're like you know that's stuff that mm. when you're little you like you you like it and that's something you admire that you want to be like your older brothers then as I got older those are words that are spoken over you and words yeah. are powerful so you're like you're trying to figure out like mm. wait who am I like I'm, oh, I'm, I I'm not little agree. him or little him I'm Caleb Correct. You know, so I was playing uh, football at the University of Alabama, played three seasons there. After my junior year, we won a national championship, and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I want to take control of the life that God has given me, and I'm going to sit with this and and with him and figure this out. And it was beautiful what that. you said earlier. You were telling a story before we started. You're like, I just took a year. I I quit football cold turkey after my junior year. It was like, I, I want to figure this out, figure out my path in my life because I've been told I should do this thing my entire life. And not only did I choose to quit playing this very masculine, very barbaric, violent sport, and I, I decided to do something completely opposite of that, to go into <laughs> arts. You know, so How it, did your family take that when you told them? So... <clears throat> It was very – my greatest asset is my family, you know. Hey like, man, I love that. You know, I just love, like, super soul sit down. Like, we have so many of these conversations in our house. So it wasn't my, – my family was fully supportive. I remember even – I lived with my two sisters in college, and my oldest sister was so supportive and encouraging because she would see me come home every day from – you know, the facility, and she's like, yo, something's just off with you, like, and then the conversation started breaking, because guys, we don't know how to talk about that stuff, we don't, like, it was a whole year of my sister really being like, yo, you don't look happy, then months later, well, it's this, well, and I never for one minute was like, this this football, this thing that's been a pillar in my life, this is what's making me unhappy, I'm wow. not in my purpose, and I was fully believing that I was, and it and so when I when it came to the time for me to make the decision, like my family was fully behind it. My dad, you know, who had built such a great career in, in the sport and was very heavily involved at my university on our team. He was our he's like our spiritual guidance counselor, basically on our team. 
And um, he was like, dude, I can't get in the way of what God's telling you and your dreams. And I love that. That is so awesome. Well, and it's just like family first amongst pride or a title of any championship. It's like your happiness needs to come first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really yeah. cool. I yeah. was, it was funny, though. The first <laughs> when I was like, Dad, I don't think I want to play football no more. He was like, what, what, what you mean? Like, you know, when the conversation kind of first came up because you have your youngest son who who's like it was just very much like okay well what do you want to do it wasn't him being like you got to play football it was like him being like this is something that builds discipline in your life and i want to know as your father like what do you have in mind about your future like you know what i mean but so now being in la and being introduced to this whole world of hollywood do you feel pressures of trying to fit into the mold of the Hollywood actor or what's that like now? No, because I don't know what that is. Good. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't you know, as a, as, I think the beautiful thing about what I, what I've been given the gift and the talent to pursue in telling stories is that people look like everything. And I did, there's so many different shapes and walks of life. So it's like, what does a Hollywood actor look like there? My agent says something funny. Nate said, me, he's like, Dude, the, he's like, this is such a hard business because the the finish, the the starting line is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was like, you start off in the trenches of like, how do I do this thing? Because there's no real way or journey or everybody has their own journey in this. So, no, I, I think that the actors that you do see that are have been the most successful are the ones who have been very true to themselves um yeah yeah it seems like that's been kind of like the common thread between a lot of these podcasts that we're listening to because like you said we're always like be authentic be yourself but just the layers and levels to that um there was something that tracy ellis was saying you know when you put your habit on the right stuff Mm. um and we did this as a quotable too but when you put your habit on the right stuff you're teaching and and not on teaching yourself to be smaller than you are. And she talked about meeting yourself where you are, and that's the fastest way to get to where you're going. And that just rang true to that. me. That was so poignant. Yeah. yeah. That was exactly what happened with my work situation. Mm. I was resenting, and I was mad, and I just wanted it to change. And then I finally I said, I have to accept where I am, be thankful, more importantly above anything, appreciate how much worse it could be be happy with what I have and then suddenly just like that things change so that it rains so true just to really I think it's like those quiet moments are so important to have Mm -hmm. just like even in the car if you get to focus for a second like I'll make myself do like a 10 minute meditation in the Mm -hmm. morning and I've fully become that LA like hippie girl but I feel so much better just to like because we live in a world of so many distractions everyone wants our attention everyone has a text to group message and it's that double edged sword where you want to be in the know you want to you know be in all night but you mode. need to breathe that sometimes you're just like, I don't feeling like just people are pulling at you at all directions. Like mm-hmm. I don't even have kids and I feel that way. Like yeah. there's just yeah. so much. Yeah, that's 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 Seriously. So right yeah. On. I, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. And I know I love another thing that she brought up because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've felt an immense pressure to like be successful at one point mm-hmm. in my life. And you know, we listen to affirmations and things that we should do. But I like changing the affirmational word from I am this and I am that to may I because it is so much more of a gentle invitation because for somebody who's already like hard on themselves and overthinking and trying to over it's like I am oh but what do I do when I don't feel like I am and is it okay to meet myself like may I give myself permission you know to do these Mm -hmm. things what do you guys think about that being friendly to yourself is such a 
I always tell myself like you should treat yourself like you would your best friend when yeah, someone when your so best friend important. comes to you with a problem you're t- hopefully not you know do better you're just like it's okay like <laughs> yeah. I know you're capable how do we work together to overcome this and absolutely. it's like why don't we talk to ourselves that way absolutely yeah. no I completely agree with that my my life didn't did it I feel like in the past uh, two years my life took a turn for the better um, when I started to do that that very thing of like putting yourself first because as my career has grown like I've been pulled in a million different directions you have to choose very wisely like for yourself like what what am I going to like what are my principles and then Mm. um how do I stick to those and how do those dictate what I'm going to give my time to like I don't think about this is that's so when good. I think about spending spending the way that I think about spending time outweighs the way that I think about spending money by a hundredfold. Well, look at that, and you're spending time that. with us today. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just, no. That just took things well, up a notch. Yeah. And building wealthy. This is rich yeah. to me. Like because these is, are the experiences, yeah. the money. Because I think that's one thing we've learned too, especially in LA more than ever. It's that. You can have the money, you can have the success and the flashy things, but those don't fulfill you. Those are no. just temporary bits of happiness, and that's why we see so many people struggling because they don't know how to fulfill themselves. And by choosing, yeah. I think time equals yeah. experiences, yeah. equaling things that will truly fulfill you as a person. I think one of the beautiful things, like in saying on subject with this, like today. With Kobe's memorial, right? Oh man, that was good. That. Did you watch it? Oh yeah, my there, God. There was not what what was so beautiful about the life Kobe lived, and you could see it was evident by everyone who spoke about him. No one said anything about his basketball accomplishments. No, not oh, one. I want to think about it. You know, yeah, like it was I, just I, very. It, it goes to what you were saying, and the reason that he was where he was and how that happened was because he was dedicated to his baby girl. And and I was like, dude, everyone has to go one day. But man, how beautiful of a moment of like, bro. If I'm if I'm gonna get up out of here, like that's how I'm going with my but baby. But it was the thing. You know? Yeah, sorry to cut you. It just came no, to my mind. Ahead. Like it wasn't only that he was dedicated to her. Like I was looking at his life as a whole, and he was yeah, just dedicated. So yeah. And I thought about it because, you know, I know Tracy Ellis talked about being single, but me even being a single woman, I was looking at the relationship he had even with his wife and how sometimes it can be challenging to find a man who loves so deep. Like, you're going to go under the moonlight and learn a song on the piano because you miss me? Like, that took my breath. It wasn't chopsticks. Correct. (laughs) But it's like, he did that with basketball. He did that with his kids. It's who he was. It wasn't just like, oh, I love her so much. And I love my kids. It was like he came here to squeeze it all yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and you said you wake up at 4.45 in the morning, which is yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get there because <laughs> I know I can squeeze more out of myself in the day. Right. But being an athlete, how do you see the parallels and the disciplines that you've set for yourself to accomplish, you know, in your everyday life? Kind of oh, like, I mean, I think, well, athletics was such a gift in the fact that, like, in order to be successful, they're just certain things you just have to do and specifically like you know learning that those things from my dad and the life that he lived and he lives today and um my dad as long as i've been alive for 28 years has been up at 3 30 
Every oh morning. my god! Like, what time do y'all go to and, bed? Yeah, I'd be tired. I thought and six a.m. was early. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, but you think about this though. I put, I had to put it into perspective because I didn't. I'm like, what? <laughs> but you take a man like Kobe Bryant, a man like my father. Not only has, not only did they accomplish so much in their own life before, like, okay, uh, you know, well. I would say a majority of my dad's life and Kobe's life, he's had a wife and kids. But but what I'm what I'm saying is like, in order for my dad to manage a household, a marriage, a professional career, and us and his spirit, I'm like, you gotta mm. you gotta squeeze every day out of every moment out of every day. And the first thing my dad does in the morning is he and my mom hit their knees and pray for Ooh. every single one of their kids. They spend the first hour or two hours of their day mm. aligning themselves spiritually. Could you? It's you, so funny mm, how every... I love it's that. like I feel like I learn something and then I find myself in situations where I'm around the same type... I'm around the people that are saying what I just heard. So when you talk mm. about alignment, it's like I can't help but feel like I'm like creating these situations because... You, I just went to church on Sunday, and you're literally saying what he said. Oh, like, wow. And I've been working on finding my alignment, and I just feel like I'm getting so much closer, and I feel so happy to say the people that I find myself surrounded by are people that are thinking the exact same way I am yeah. now. And that, and I think what your dad really instilled in you was structure, and I feel yeah. like Ooh, that's like he built that foundation in himself, so now when all the other factors of life do come into play, he knows how to handle them, yeah. and that's exactly, I think, what kind of football helped for you too because it was just that that building block of knowing so much more amazing things were going to come into your life and now you're equipped to handle them because yeah. you know how yeah i think you know and, and i'll keep this quick like <clears throat> i just came to this revelation like you know uh this uh, this over this past job that i've that i've been working in like we all pray for that that big thing. It's like, oh my god, I want to be a movie star or I want to be the series regular on TV, and that is the position that I'm stepping in. And it's like the workload is so much more immense than what I was prepared for, right? Wow. So it's like, how do you? How do you align yourself with, you know, f or prepare yourself for something that you've never I experienced? And so, it, like you said, if you are practicing what you feel like is your alignment and what you feel like fuels your soul and your body and your mind, that when you do face a, 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 a wall like, you know, like, oh, my God, my schedule is insane now, blah, blah, blah then you, okay, I'm aligned. I know exactly, you know, what I need. I was, I was, I was praying for this. I know that God will see me through this. It just kind of like you, you have the foundation and the structure. Mm -hmm. It's and like then, an anchor. Yeah. It's just an anchor. And so you, you really, you don't, you don't really run into anything in life that you can't defeat. You know what I mean? And if and you, you do get defeated, you know how to Hey, all right, we're going to scratch that, go right back and start again, try again, you know? Yeah, and regardless of, I, I think it's pretty obvious now that we're all believers of God, but I, I love when they say that, like, God has seen the bigger plan, so it's like, why am I stressing if he knows exactly how this ends and he wouldn't set me up for failure? So you just got to trust has been, like, the biggest thing I've been working on, and I feel like I'm allowing it, and I do feel better. Like, anxiety-wise, we talked about this. I feel like 
six months ago, I would just get like game changer. Think, by the way, yeah, like I just yeah. feel different. Like I feel That's calmer. Awesome. I oh. can tell too. <laughs> I've seen your growth. I mean, I've watched you grow. We've been doing this. I feel like for about six months. Yeah. Right? So. Well, it's just crazy how communication fixes so many things, and it's just yeah. like I. I really hope the world as a whole continues to go in this direction because you just see so many people struggling and it's like, damn, if someone was just there to talk to them and see them and hear them. And that's what I love about Oprah's podcast because she's opening that conversation that maybe people aren't ready yet to have face to face, but they can at least listen and get something out of that. And that's what we obviously hope these conversations can reflect to the viewers and just know that they're not alone in whatever they're dealing with. Yeah, it's always language and tools that we need to change our tools. lives. That what you're getting mm-hmm. that's what you're getting when you go to a therapist or 100%. when you join a you know, a group therapy session, it's language and tools. And um, you know, you spoke about your schedule being so crazy and I found alignment with what Tracy Ellis Ross was saying because I move slow. I can't. I cannot be rushing. It just gives me anxiety. <laughs> I love. No, I love so that. We're, Do you think we're forced to believe that success means go, go, go? But yeah. I don't know. I think about it when I'm in the kitchen. If I'm rushing around, if I'm chopping stuff, I'm gonna cut my finger. Yeah. It's like the yeah. same way in life. If you mm-hmm. don't like let yourself think, why am I even making the decisions I'm making? you're not going to be in alignment, right? Like, you need to slow down. Yeah, because I really like the way she was saying, and something as simple, and I want to know if you do this, Mm -hmm. but it's about staying present, and she's like, when I have to go pee, I go pee. (laughs) And I liken (laughs) to that to a child, because a child's not going to be like, I'm in my playpen right now, I'm not going to, you know? Do you find yourself able to function that way in your busy schedule? I'm going to tell you (laughs) this right now. Do you go pee when you need to? (laughs) So I just... When she said that, I was like listening through the whole thing, and I'm like, Tracy is so accomplished, and she's in in so many areas, and I'm just like, you know, I'm 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 like, I was trying to find a win. I'm like, you know, when you're listening to something to somebody successful speak, and you're like, you're just waiting for them to say something that they do that you do. Yeah. And I just got to this point this past year. I was like, I go pee when I gotta go pee. That's and it's it. like I, but it's come when I heard her talk, like break it down. I was like, that comes from just being in tune with yourself and being intentional and oh, being present yes. and saying like, you know what does not matter about it except for this bathroom break. Yeah, I'll be on set that's now. You know, the bathroom break is now. The bathroom break is now, <laughs> and I. <laughs> I well, loved it's that. So she small said that. and simple, so but simple. the idea is the putting your needs. Discipline. Yeah, it is the smallest yeah. discipline. Like how if we're talking about mental health and all these things, how crazy of a person do you have to be? Just like I'm going to the bathroom. Well, yeah, you I'm hear about right people now. that will legit schedule out their bathroom breaks. Nothing sounds more stressful to me than someone that is like from ten to ten oh three. I'm going yeah, to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, like I, I knew in school when I had to raise you, my hand and ask to go to the bathroom, uh, and then you say no. I knew something was wrong there. I was like, oh, this yeah, can't be it. This no, cannot be the place. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's actually yeah. a weird concept that you have to ask permission weird. to use the bathroom. It is, <laughs> but schools are like prisons anyway. They gotta keep. Hey, where you where you going? Where you going? You know, right? Get in line. <laughs> get in line. I did want to ask the idea. Um, this was. Um, like how do you refill or renew? She talks about that. So what do you guys do if you, cause it's, it's amazing when we feel in alignment, but what about the times you don't like, what do you do to get yourself back to that place? Mm, good question. I sleep. Oh, I love sleep. My bed is my favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. I get excited. You get excited? Mm-hmm. Oh, to go to bed. I'm like, this is all. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah to yes. go to sleep. I get excited. I go to, to sleep. Go to <laughs> I, yeah, I love <laughs> I think that. that's a good idea. It's a it reset. Is. It's a, it is. And, and, um. I will, like, if I'm feeling, I just need to remove the cloud 
you know, that pressure, um, I just sleep. I turn that phone off, and I just, I just, I'm going to sleep until I literally like <laughs> my back hurts in the right. bed. You like, know what I mean? Like uh, bed yeah. sores. You know, yeah. I literally just sleep, and that's just getting rest, and it's just allowing. Yeah, I literally, you know, when I say like I don't set alarm, I just, I just listen to my body, and it's like my body. I know, you know, when it's time to get up, it knows. And Even when you have a work schedule, you don't set see up what's what's no. So what's funny is like so in my work schedule, what aligns me? Uh, that's I guess those are two different things. So for me, on an off day, like okay, for instance, we shoot Monday through Friday. Like man, I'm not moving on Saturday until my body tells me to. Correct. Move. Because, That's how my Sundays go. Yeah, because I've been sacrificing my sleep all week mm-hmm. for that five part. days in a row. So I can't come back to work and function Monday if I don't reset, let my body recharge the way it needs to recharge. But as far as, like, during the week goes, power naps in my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I know for me, sometimes I have to check in and just make sure I'm not hungry or tired. Because yeah. sometimes yeah. I'm being dramatic over something, and it's like, oh, babe, just go get something to eat. That's it, yeah. That's the one thing I You'll don't fine. ever forget. So when some people are like, oh, my yeah. God, I forgot to eat today. I'm like, hmm? I got snacks on deck. What do you mean? Can't what? relate. Yeah. Really. I'm like, right I don't now. think I've ever <laughs> forgotten right. to eat. <laughs> no, I love it. And before we kind of wrap up this part of the conversation, something else that was really powerful that Tracy was talking about that I picked up is um, where I am and where I want to be and how scary that part in between is. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let's just talk about it. So you are, you're on TV, you're in film, and I'm sure you have aspirations about where you want to go in that. Sure. What part of you gets nervous from today and to where you see yourself being? How do you deal with that in the, in the middle? I love this. I, I I was so happy when she brought this up because it's something that I feel like over the past year that I've really been working on. And I have two thoughts about it. Um, one is what Haley talked about, trust. Mm. Kind of just trust. Like, at the end of the year last year, God was just putting me in so many situations, little tiny situations where if you're just cognizant and you're attentive throughout your day, God will show you the mm. smallest thing, even <laughs> so the good. smallest thing. I got you like every day. And once you tap into a revelation or a truth, you're constantly aware of that thing. And it's like a power, you know, it just like I don't even have to think about that because I know it, it, it falls under this category. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Now I have this thing in my mind that for some reason, whenever I get like a sign or something that just connects with me, where just like you were saying, it's like you feel like that's a little like form of alignment or that God's yeah. got you. My head goes, You were meant to see this automatically. Absolutely. Oh, you have So that. I'm like, That's how I know it goes, You yeah. were meant to see this. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. for me, one thing when we talk about trust, one big thing, I got the message in January 2017. 2017. But it's coming up again now. And I was having trust issues like with God. I'm like, mm. how am I supposed to trust? You know, mm. but it all came down to trusting myself. And wow. I realize when I'm not being present is when I am reliant on that part of me that's not God. I feel like God mm. is in the presence. Mm. So, yes, when you're yeah. open to see the littlest, it'd be the littlest things yeah. that if you are in you and yeah. not in not trust you don't see it because it's not available to that level, that frequency of being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm learning to trust myself more. And in that, I find the marriage of 
trusting God one and the same. And it all comes down to being present. Absolutely. And then alignment. I mm-hmm. love that. And like one thing I always think about is like I'll put my hands up just like this and like this is where I am and this is where I want to be. <laughs> and I think about that space in between like this and I'm like it's I don't think that like this will never change. Like this is our destiny. This mm. is your most grand idea of yourself plus what God has in this, right? Which you could never even conjure up or imagine or right. understand or dream or whatever. So <clears throat> that is going to be that because he created us and he's a good, good father. You don't even have to worry about that. It's solid. And then, but what scares us is this thing in between. <laughs> the unknown. It makes my the fear unknown. hurt the thinking unknown. about it. Right? Like, and what I always say is a simple thing is like, when you get discouraged by circumstances, I always say, this doesn't affect this. And I just do that. And, and you I'll can let like, it go. I and I go. try and just put into perspective, which I've also learned perspective, is everything. But yeah. if something doesn't go according to my plan I just try and tell myself and sometimes it's easier than others but I try and tell myself either this is protection in some form whether I can see it now like this didn't happen because it's protecting me of something better to come or I just again I just have to trust that you know maybe it's my plan isn't the plan you know it's it's not my plan it's his plan and I just gotta trust it Absolutely. Yeah, surrendering to that is where it's at. I mean, y'all, we could go, we could keep going. Yeah, we could go deep time in that. Yeah. Yes, I can preach here. Correct. <laughs> and this is so good. We I wish we had more time. Right yeah, I love it too. But we're just going to quickly dive into some news and gossip and kind of get a little share on with you guys. So, Caleb, we're, of course, excited to have you here. I want to yeah. give you the floor to talk about some of your upcoming projects where everyone can find you and yeah. follow you and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, it's been an a incredible past year. So, I um, uh, at the top of the year, I had uh, Wu-Tang, uh, an American saga on Hulu, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a member of the Wu-Tang Oh, my God. Wait a second. What, who do you play? Capadonna. I'm so obsessed with that show. How did yeah, I yeah. not recognize so what? So no, low. no, no, no. It's great. I love that question because I play... The, the way that you're introduced to Cap is, like, my name's Chino, and I'm in, and I'm in jail. But, you know what I'm saying? Selling dope, right? So, <laughs> is it all crazy? clicking? Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm, 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 like, itchy. I cannot wait for the show to come back. Yeah. I'm obsessed. And we got I love renewed for season like, two. Yeah. I saw. I was so yeah. pumped. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, I need your autograph when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. We, I, got, I have that coming up. And um, I had The World We Make on Netflix, was, which was a beautiful film and opportunity that I got to have. That was something that was small that turned out to be such a gift. Um, and then um, I just signed on as uh, on onto NCIS LA. So I will, uh, there's not a ton I can say about that one um, because it's still kind of week to week on that mm-hmm. show of network TV and how they're writing and stuff. But um, you'll be seeing a lot of me on, on that. So looking forward Fantastic. to it. It's so exciting. Yeah. But I mean, uh, if, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at Caleb Castile. And uh, um, on Twitter, I'm more active on Instagram though. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's it's this this journey out here in LA has been amazing, and and to be able to have opportunities like this, I tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, the acting stuff's cool, but like if that allows me to get somewhere to 
spill my soul to people who may be able to say, oh, that thing that he said, it just, I captured it and it helped me, you know, carry my water. Like, you know, it and just. That's cool. why I feel like you're successful because that mindset is deserving of the success. You know, like you are appreciating it along the way for the bigger purpose of it all. Well, this is beautiful. You guys have a great thing. And I think that this is, is so valuable in this space and it's so valuable to have a resource that you can come to and know that your soul is safe there. Like, yes, it's such a relief. You know, even when I turned on the podcast and I just heard Oprah's voice, you feel better, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, the 2020 vision. Yeah. 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 Exactly. What spot is this? Yeah. Lavender. Yeah. 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 So, um, well, the show's yeah. not over yet, because, and we're going to let you think on this, because we have our Own Our Soul super, uh, our special segment, Own Your Soul, coming up, where we okay. think about something that's going to evolve us throughout the week, something that awesome. we might have just learned. But before yeah. that, we still have our Super Soul poll, so mm-hmm. Haley, dive in. So as you guys know, we do every Sunday a poll. We did talk about, and we didn't cover it too much just now, but in that podcast, they talk about the idea of something being better than it actually is. Mm-hmm. I know I've definitely built up situations yeah. where I fell in love with the idea of it and then I got it and was like oh okay yep so I took to Instagram and asked how many people found themselves in the same situation and 91% say they have like the idea of something more than the actual thing with 9% saying no so can anyone here relate yeah I mean I'm a daydreamer so I'd be overdoing everything and then I'm like oh that's you know or I've had that the worst is when you think like the brownie will be better than it is and you're like I regret yeah yeah. no that's yeah I'm too much so I've related to this I was like yeah I need to calm down on the inside a little just a little bit and let it unfold I would be in the 91% too but I was I just I I am such a faith person of like I just believe, I'm like, this is going to be the best. <laughs> but I love thing. that about you, though. Yeah. You stay that way. Yeah. Um, this even is going to be the best thing all, ever, know? you know? And it just, you know, I, and, and, you know, sometimes it is like, wow, it was that. And sometimes it goes above that. And True. then sometimes it's just not that. Sometimes you know? I can do without that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and it is being able to find the good in any situation. Of Absolutely. Like, what is this? What, there's got to be one thing I'm gaining from this, even if it doesn't always feel like it. That was one of the beautiful things she did say. Uh, I think that's like one of the things I wrote down. She she literally said, "Learn to dismantle the expectations of yourself." Mm-hmm. Her, her verbiage, by the way, just got my whole life together. She yeah. speaks so eloquently. Life. My whole life together. She's so articulate. She is yeah. so articulate. Mm-hmm. But that dismantling is so important. And I like the choice of words because when you say dismantle, I do think piece by piece. Absolutely. I don't yeah. mean get rid of all this because it's, sometimes it's hard to get rid of a That's habit. But if I can dismantle, quit, right? yeah. yeah, when it seems too it's much doable. at once, yeah, yeah. 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 steps. No, that's that. I think that when you when you are realistic about the expectations of yourself, aside from like the you know miraculous things that God can do in your life, when you literally say like when you dismantle that, I think your your dependency dependency is upon Him even more. Oh. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like when you just say like. Yeah, I ain't got this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's what I do a lot during my day <clears throat> is I just like, yeah, I don't. And I, that's also yeah. a form of meeting yourself exactly where you are, like you are. she says. Yeah. And knowing that also Being changes okay your, it. yeah, it also changes your prayer life. You're not asking for oh all these gosh. things that are out of alignment. You're more asking for the wisdom, the insight, the mm-hmm. discernment, the things mm-hmm. that are actually going to get you 
further along down the path. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love that part of things. So, I mean, this Good is the one. perfect time to kind of segue into our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Yes, guys. So this is our special segment, Own Your Soul, where we take something we've learned or heard um, during the week and we're going to use it, you know, as we go forward to continue to evolve, grow and own our souls. So who wants to go first? Who learned something from this amazing podcast um, or conversation that you're going to take with you to do better this week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think. The most beautiful thing happened within the first about three minutes of the podcast, and they both acknowledged that they know and believe that God loves them. And I think Mm. that one of the most, one of the hardest things uh, for people to do in our in our world is just to receive love. And I stepped into this this you know huge role in this on this huge show that has been on for eleven years and. It's hard to believe sometimes that people really love you, really are rooting for you, really want you to be a part of something. And it was something like odd for me because I've just been saturated with love my whole life. So I know when it's genuine and I know when it's real. But over the past couple of weeks, getting to know new people and people who have that very genuine feel of love about them but just trusting that it is real and trusting that, yo, this person really does love me. This person really does care for me. And, you know, clocking your their actions and clocking your a- actions back to them. Am I loving this person? So <clears throat> I think going throughout this work week uh, on, you know, um, I'm going to uh, just ask God that I would be just more open to uh, the people's love around me and then in return you know loving them you know like I love myself so that's amazing I mean I think sometimes we forget that being the recipient is also a gift it's not just like I'm getting all the love take 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 it's like no you just gave somebody an opportunity to love you yeah and that's just as valuable as giving you know it's reciprocal absolutely Yeah, I know we're getting the yeah we're getting the warning here. We're short on time, so I'll make it quick. But um, just the I I catch myself sometimes in moments of like not wanting to be selfless or this is mine and I gotta go. And so whenever I feel any resistance of like no I can share or I can mm-hmm. donate a dollar here and there. Whenever I feel myself not wanting to, I push myself to do it. Yeah, and I'm realizing there's no shortage in kindness. Like it always no. comes back even like heavier when you're just like putting others first and I want to just do that more. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That was, I love that. And I think for me, um, it is just remembering that my life is mine and I'm going to walk through this week in boldness with that remembrance. Um, because I do, I find myself doing things that I don't want to do. So, (laughs) you know, sometimes you got to do the things you don't want to do an adult. And sometimes you're living in fear and you need to realize you don't have to do this. You don't have, you know, so I would like to blossom, if you will, a little bit more in being full and 
claiming my life and my time. Yes. Because I know the there's so lipstick. much in that. Yes. That's gorgeous. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> yes. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm sure you got so much value out of that. As you know, you can leave comments below. We'd love to hear your stories, comments, and everything that you have to offer. Um, and tune, again, tune in again next week. Same time, same place, Monday at 6.15 p.m. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And I'm Haley J. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore. And Caleb, where can we find you? I'm Caleb Castile. Thank you, ladies, for having me. (laughs) This was a blast. So beautiful. Thank you. You can find me on Instagram at Caleb Castile. Whoop, whoop. See you guys guys. next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 